I'm Roberto, engineer turned PGA Tour player turned businessman. And I'm Dan, businessman on the weekdays and average golfer on the weekends. On the Course Record Show, we talk to some of the smartest people in the golf business and get the inside stories and strategies driving the business of golf forward. Welcome to the Course Record Show. Today, we're launching a three-part series centered on DTC, direct-to-consumer. These entrepreneurs are bringing new products directly to the golf consumer without retail intermediaries. DTC has seen a big boom the last 15 years across many industries, a few examples being apparel, think Bonobos, fitness, think Peloton, groceries, think HelloFresh, and consumer goods. Well, the Kardashians built a billion-dollar DTC cosmetics business. As you'd expect in the course record show, we're going to focus on DTC in golf, which isn't really a new concept in the game. Just think of all those Peter Kessler infomercials that you've heard way back in the 90s. But now we're going to take a refresh and we're going to uncover why the market is ripe for DTC in golf today. What's the origin of these brands? How is digital marketing powering a new breed of golf brand? And what challenges lie ahead for DTC? On each of the three episodes, we'll talk to the founder of a different DTC golf brand. Today, we start with Trap Golf and its co-founder, Wayne Birch Jr., Trap Golf is an apparel company that combines golf and streetwear. Let's hear from Wayne, and then Dan and I will follow up with takeaways. So stay tuned after our conversation. Okay, my name is Wayne Burge Jr. I'm one of the co-founders and co-owners of Trap Golf clothing brand. We're located in Atlanta, Georgia. We're all about golf, art, and hip-hop. So... Tell us a little bit of the backstory of the brand and then why the time was right to go direct to the consumer. You know, you guys don't sell through stores. You're not in pro shops. I'd assume the conversation was there are people out there who are interested in the same things we are. Let's go direct to them and see if they'll buy our stuff. Well, this is how it, it kind of started. It's like, it really wasn't like we got into this, like, man, we finna get ready to sell these clothes, these hoodies to everybody. It wasn't like that. It was more man we got to grow the game and from where i'm from from college park georgia none of my people in my neighborhood grew up playing golf we weren't exposed to it so i was like man if we mix this street culture with golf then we're gonna touch more people and by me having a background in education i have two degrees in education i used to be a school teacher i knew how to touch the youth i knew they all want to be uh trappers they all hear this in the rap songs and things of that nature. So the word trap, they identify with that quick. So, all right, well, let's trap this golf. You know what I mean? So the trappers who are on the block, who hustling, they chances of going to jail are going to be greater. Now you come over here and have that same mentality and try to trap this golf, work hard, hustle with this golf, your chances of being successful going to go up. Your chances of going to jail going to go down and you're going to make some money because golf, is a, a billion dollar industry. So that's how we came up with the name Trap Golf because all the rappers, they talk about trapping, they all trappers, the kids want to be trappers. So if we're going to grow the game, we got to get the youth. And so that's how we're getting. And you, and you are also using some of those young people in the community to help build the brand and execute, right? So tell me about that. Your partner, is a high school teacher and uses some of the kids in his class for graphic design and production. 
Yeah, so he's a graphic design teacher. His name is Aaron Munn. And, you know, high school kids always want to earn some more money, right? And so they want to want jobs, but they want fun jobs, cool jobs, things to make them feel good about themselves. So, all right, come on over here to the trap. Come to the trap house, and we're going to put you to work. So we, we teach them how to screen print. We teach them how to do the embroidery. We teach them how to do the transfers, all of this type of stuff. So it makes it an easy transition. You're around your teacher all the time. Now you can, if you want to make some money, you can come over here. So how do you reach customers? Does social media make that part of it possible? Well, I think our blueprint, we like innovators. Nobody has ever done what we've done. You know, so it was no blueprint or no company that we can follow to touch the customers. I'm like, man, we're doing this just like, you know, we in the streets. Everything is just word of mouth, hand to hand, word of mouth. So when somebody see you with track off on, they be like, man, where you get that from, man? Our customers know how to sell ourselves, man. Look, this track golf, go to trackgolf.com, man. You got to get that. Stay traffic. You know, our brand just feels like it's for everybody and the people help us sell it. You know, like the people put their stuff on their Instagram story and then they tag us and they tag us because they know we're going we gonna to post. It. So that makes them feel good. Like, man, I bought something from them and then they post me. You know, it's like, I'm going to always buy something from them because they always make me feel good about my purchase. We send you a nice note. You know, it's just, I don't know. We just love to touch the people. We all about the people. And we just tight-knit community. We we always just want to keep growing the game and have fun. It's never been, like, about the dollars with us. And I think that's one of the things that help us so much. We never be focused on, like, the sales. We, we focusing on, like, let's have fun and let's keep growing the game. Let's keep staying trapped. Let's keep getting people into the game of golf. And it just grows, you know? I think that's one of the great things about us that we never had the mindset of like, okay, we're trying to hit this many in sales this week. It was never about that. It was always about, man, how can we get more people at the golf course where it be lit, you know? So tell me about the sales. You guys started with a batch of, 50 shirts and hey, maybe we can sell 50 and maybe we can sell zero. And where are you now? Yeah, we started started like that. And then we go in spurts. Like, you know, I caddy on the PJ tour when we play well and we get on TV, then we have those spikes. And those spikes, we love those spikes. And that helps us a lot. And we haven't paid for no paid marketing, no ads, everything been word of mouth. I was just asking if like the growth and the sales had surprised you guys where it was like, wow, people are connecting with this. It is growing. What does the operation look like now compared to the first 50 t-shirts that you ran? Yeah. So earlier we could, we could handle the order. As soon as the orders come in, we can go ahead and start making them because we didn't have a whole lot of orders coming in at one time. Now it's like, three, four orders come in. You might have five or six minutes, two or three more orders come in, 10 minutes, four or five more orders come in. So it's like you're getting orders all day and it don't stop. So we have to just keep working, keep working. And the problem where we came in toward the Christmas time is getting the stuff out quick enough for our customers. And we so small, and we touching everything. And so that's the problem that we're dealing with now, trying to streamline our stuff and make it more 
efficient. And so you keep inventory now, like when you post a t-shirt on your website, you've already run a hundred of those and you're going to work through that inventory or is yes, it more like the fanatics model where they print every shirt on order? No, we, we already have those shirts. Certain shirts, uh, high dollar shirts, we already have a whole bunch of those run, run. like our golf is dope, our golf art and hip hop. Those shirts sell a lot. You might have like 400 t-shirts of those in different sizes because they sell a lot. But we Got might it. only have 50 of these t-shirts because they don't sell as much, you know? And so during that Christmas time, we double down on that golf is dope and that golf art and hip hop because we know a lot of people buy this shirt. So during the holidays, we want to be able to get it out right to them. So as soon as they buy it, we were shipping that shirt out, shipping that hoodie out right then. Um, when you, it's good and bad. You know, when you're doing everything, printing in house, nobody is doing trap golf full time. Nobody is doing trap golf full time. Everybody has full time jobs. So for us, that, that was kind of like to get our feet wet, to do it. We wanted to touch everything to learn. Now we learn. Now we know that we're gonna we're gonna have to need some help, or um, we got to do this full time. So 2020, I can't tell you what we got going, but it's gonna be big. In 22, you mean? Oh yeah, 2022. Dude, that's exciting. I mean, you, starting with the base of printing yourself though lets you try different products. Like, hey, I can run 50 of these, and then you find a new core, like a new golf is dope, right? That's selling like crazy. You could mm -hmm. sub a thousand of those units out to another printer, right? Correct. And we were, we all about that quality too. We want to control that. So, and Aaron, you know, he loves touching every piece. He want to make sure everything is right. And so he loves touching that. He loves writing those notes. And I just feel like I once you buy something from Trot Golf and you experience when you get that box and you open it and you get that experience, you like, oh yeah, this right here is real deal. Yeah. You get the note, you get the stickers, and people put their stickers on the back of their phone, on their laptop. So, you know, when you're taking selfies and stuff, people see the sticker on the back, like, what is that? Oh, that's truck golf. You need to go go to truckgolf.com. Stay trained. This is so great. Uh, I, first of all, I didn't know that story. The part about the high school teacher and doing the graphic design, graphic design drives so much of brand and something I've been messing with, with Castro Golf. So that's a really great story, man. It's awesome. Yeah. And then we brought Roger Steele on, who's a, a big social media influencer. So we brought him on because I'm not really like heavy into the social media. I post on my story, but like I don't really be into it like heavy every day, you know, I caddy. So I can't be on my phone out there with my pro on the golf course and stuff like that. So I don't be on the social media that much. So we needed somebody. So we brought Roger on to kind of like handle that social media part of it. And mine does all the production and I just do what I do. Wow, what an easy guy to root for. I mean, to me, what stands out the most about Trap Golf is how uniquely positioned they really are. How creative do you have to be to make the leap from Trap to Golf? But somehow here, they've done it, and they build that bridge in order to get young kids' attention. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think you're 100% right in that there's a niche for everybody, right? The DTC model is if there are a few customers out there, I'm going to reach them. 
And how am I going to reach them? I'm going to go to where the customers are. How are they reaching young people? That's what they really wanted to do. And to reach young people, you go where they are and they're interested in trap and hip hop and that whole culture. So the fact that they're going to where the young people are to introduce them to golf through this brand is awesome. I just absolutely love this story. The graphic design teacher getting kids to work in something that's cooler than flipping burgers. There's just so much positive energy coming out of trap golf that's good for this world that I'm almost sidetracked by that before we get into the whole business conversation. Yeah, totally. And only a certain individual can pull that off. I mean, Wayne's engrossed in the culture that he's sort of serving through his business. I mean, think about that. He understands youth through his teaching days. He's got this graphic design background. He knows what resonates. He personally threads the needle between art, hip hop, and golf because of his background. What stands out about him in your, as in your view? Well, what it makes me think of is, I know you and I both follow Naval and have read his book or, you know, the collection of his tweets, and he can be a little much. But one of the things I think about a lot that he says is do something that you're the only person in the world that can do. And Wayne fits that to a T. How many people in the world understand hip hop culture and that demographic and also have 100 out of 100 golf IQ? Wayne is a professional caddy on the PGA Tour. He's a very good player as well. He is the only person in the world that can do what he does. And I, I just keep thinking about how that ties back to that Naval quote. Yeah, well, who's he, who's he caddy for? He caddied for Troy Merritt for a few years. Uh, I think he's kind of between bags right now, but he and Troy Merritt had, had a really nice run. Wayne played some college golf in, uh, in Louisiana, not at LSU, but that's how he got onto the tour. He was best friends with Andrew Loop, who was on the team at LSU with my brother, actually. So when Loop started working his way up through the pro ranks, Wayne went with him and uh, they went all the way to the tour together. And Andrew Loop is a wonderful guy as well. Yeah, Wayne's really lived the game. And he started off by saying he wanted to start Trap Golf to help grow the game. Now, grow the game, we've heard everyone say it. It's so overused, so cliche. But coming from Wayne's mouth, you feel it and you, you really see the mission come to life when it comes to trap golf. Yeah. Just think about how he, how he employs people, embroidery in different parts of the company. How do you see trap golf in terms of its social mission? I think it's a big part of it. And when founders say they have to take a leap and that's such a loaded word now founders, but to start something, you have to do it. Nobody does it for you. And I think about the social side of that. We talk to our peers and it's like golf wasn't cool when I was a kid, or you hear that a lot, right? I grew up in Alpharetta, Georgia, and golf wasn't that cool. When you had to, for your high school matches, you didn't wear your uniform to school because it wasn't cool to be a golfer when you were 15. Wayne's from College Park, Georgia, as he described. You think golf wasn't cool in Alpharetta. It sure as hell wasn't cool in College Park, Georgia. Maybe Tiger Woods changed that a little bit. So to go, out on a limb in his own in, in his own community and say i'm going to push golf because that's my thing and i'm going to push it through hip-hop and art and golf and design it's a pretty bold move and i think it's awesome i have a ton of respect for it it's not just college park that he's touching i don't know if you've seen trap golf social media presence i was fascinated when i checked out their insta they're on trap golf official 
34,000 followers to boot, by the way. Not bad for a niche brand. No doubt. When you look at when you look at their account, what do you see? I've been digging into this world a little bit, and it's not about followers. It's about how many people actually see your posts. And when you grow organically like they have, my guess is a high percentage of those followers are actually engaging with their content. So that number is probably a lot stronger than even just the 34,000 suggests. But I see authentic. They, it's absolutely authentic. It's the epitome of authentic. There's no data. There's no analysis. It's just an actual embodiment of the brand and its founders. Well, if you're interested in learning more about Trap Golf, check out trapgolf.com. Have a look at their stuff. Some really creative stuff popping out there. And thanks for listening. And stay tuned. The next few weeks, we'll be rolling out the next two episodes of the DTC series, looking at other brands in the golf world and how they're going about reaching the customer. Until then, stay trappy. Stay trappy.